Hello, I'm Derek, the DM of the World of Valor, and the creative director of Entertainment Sue, and once again welcome you to Before the Roll, a new tabletop-centric podcast which allows us, the EC crew, to analyze and break down the concepts that are presented and explored in our tabletop podcast, The World of Valor, and other tabletops. Join us weekly for philosophical join us bi-weekly for philosophical discussions, character analysis, narrative construction, and much more. Today's episode is brought to you in part by Found Familiar Coffee. Found Familiar was started by a nerdy couple with a passion for coffee, creation, and Dungeons and Dragons. Found Familiar aims to do more than just provide an amazing cup of coffee. They are a business that uses their platform to recognize the people that share the same passions as them. It's a company that constantly gives back to creators, so please take the time to support them while at the same time supporting us. If you use the code ESTEW, E-S-T-E-W, you get 10% off your order at foundfamiliarcoffee.com. And today we have... It's me, Asia. Sam. And John. Okay, and as by the title, we are going over a recap of the first season of The World of Vala in anticipation for the climactic end of The World of Vala. We're almost there. Asia, we did a, uh, a st- we did a question and answer episode last week. Um, people were really excited. Woo! I'm looking forward to it. I'm glad. So, I'm going to start it because season one has been um, a while. Mm-hmm. The format of this episode is going to be: I'm going to read the summary of everything that happened in season one. Mm-hmm. Then I'm going to ask Asia and you two questions about season one. And then our audience also has questions for you guys. Cool. Nice. So, this first season kind of encompasses the Escape from Mira arc. Took place in the month of Warcry, year... I was going to say 100,020, but I was like, yeah, Derek, that seems off. <laughs> I figured you might be having an issue with that. Yeah. Like, it took me a minute, too. So, yeah, 10,020. So, the story picks off 20 years since the peace treaty between the five elemental nations has been signed. Um, a generation of people has grown at an unprecedented level of peace, the likes that their forebears have never expected or experienced. But as the light continues to shine in the elemental nation, shadows begin to creep in the night and tensions between the nations become even stronger. Um, This tension reached a fever pitch when a team consisting of Genevieve the Lightning Dragon, current ruler and the Divine Slayer of the Land of Lightning, Guardian Cask, Angelo Barberi, Adeshina Talon, and Mars McGromnia killed a noble from Vapar's royal family, Peter Vaparvane. So in order to avoid an international incident with Mira, Genevieve called in, old, called in old favors to send this liability to Zabar in the Land of Fire. So after escaping from a contingent of Apar Knights, um, avoiding a tsunami and dealing with the wrath of their inner dreams, uh, the group made it to Pandarum to meet King Draken Atlas of the Land of Fire. Uh, in order to avoid an attack by Vipar, um, Draken decided to knight this team as a team for Zabar, 
Um, Gardane serving as the Knight Commander with three newly minted Knight Initiates. Uh, given a day rest before their first mission, Team Gardane attempts to co collect themselves as they became acclimated to their surroundings. Gardane spent the day meeting with King Draken, giving him the full story of what happened in Azel 20 years ago, with him destroying the country and leading to millions of deaths. Adeshina and her newborn dragon Talon spent a day training with her old friends and future partners on their next mission, Avery Phoenix, Catherine Finch, and the Prince of the Land of Fire, Remus Atlas. Marsmech attempted to have a day of rest, but due to a series of misadventures, with Angelo ended up trapped within the void in between in, in the between that separates the different realms. As all hope seemed lost for Marsmech, Angelo was able to get her out at the cost of staying behind. Marsmech, knowing Angelo's trapped in the void, was able to utilize his own blood magic tome to release him from the shackles of the void. And that's where we ended season one. So mm -hmm. Um, a lot has changed since season one. Yes. I say some familiar faces for people who've been following uh, what Rogue Andrew's been up to. Um, Asia. Yes, sir. So how was this truncated uh, review of season one compared to you playing it? God, it's so funny to hear it all succinct like that because every single session felt <laughs> just like a cluster. It was just so stressful because it's just like nothing went right. Even like even on the days that we were supposed to have off, it was just like Marsmex is weird. <laughs> we're doing what? So it's funny to hear it all put together versus just like going through beat after beat after beat because it was just like one thing after another. Yeah. Um, do you think you're... Uh, no one asked this question. Do you think, <laughs> no one cares. No one wants to know this, but... Um, so, do you think the Adeshina then is different from the Adeshina now? Oh, God, yeah. I had such different plans for how I wanted Adeshina to come off and how I wanted her to play in the beginning. That because it was one of my first times playing tabletop and then on top of that trying to construct like a narrative for a podcast story, mm -hmm. um, you can't do Abrasive Loner when you have to work collectively with the rest of your group. And even if you say, hey, I'm, I'm going to be doing Abrasive Loner, guys, that doesn't mean that the people around you will like immediately be like ah yes so we're going through the entire sasuke arc <laughs> so we're doing a very anime abrasive loner that will be very rough in the beginning a uh a la bakugo cuts whatever his name is and then soften up as time goes on so uh it was a lot of oh i want to do this and then seeing it fail over and over and being like okay so how can we rationalize this in the personality backstory I've given her and what needs to happen so we don't go crazy. So I do have a quick question for you, Asia. If, if there was one thing Adeshina uh, would change or one decision you think she might change, what, do you think there's anything she would want to do differently? The thing is, um, Adeshina herself or me? Adeshina. Because I know as a player you might be lost about, but do you think there's one thing Adeshina would be like, oh, I wish I could change this decision from season one? You know what? I think she would have been kinder to Angelo. 
because like I've gone through it a lot of times in my head, like exactly the mindset that caused her to do like what she did. But I think Adeshina now has like such a different look at what was what happened in season one versus Adeshina while she was going through it, like ridiculously overwhelmed. That I think like that's just like one of the big things that she would change. Cool. John, I have a question for you. Mm-hmm. So you never listened to season one of the World of Valor. Correct. Um, how was it listening to exactly what happened? Because the thing is, I, I stripped it down to bare bones. These are the events that yeah. happened in season uh, one. I'm gonna be honest, I I was I was really settling in for like a big long like recap and I was kinda like, all right, let's let's hear the full thing. And then when you stop, I was kinda like, Oh, that was season one. Okay. Uh, so great job really compacting it down and keeping it tight mm-hmm. um, I think because I know there's a lot that happened in season one so it, just, I was, it was surprising to hear it all summed up so I think Adrian said it succinctly um, it, it was interesting uh, it, it's especially having two of those characters currently with Rokander mm-hmm. and, and their histories together it, it, I think it's been very interesting to, to learn a bit more about that if you if you because like you're, you're on the side of me and my computer mm. That's season one, nothing. Um, both of these are season two. Oh, wow. Yeah, season two had a lot more arcs yeah. to it. Season, season two, season three are like multi pages. Um, season one, not like it was eight episodes. Um, pretty much the goal was getting you guys to one place, and not a lot happened, but it set up so many future storylines, which yeah. is. Yeah. Right. Oh, I'm sorry. No, I was going to say, because, like, you got the big events, but a lot of details, like, from... Because did that include the prologues? No. You no, just that didn't started. So it didn't include the stuff that was set up in the prologues. It didn't include some of the stuff that was, like, being set up for, like, uh, they call it the Pantheon, like, mm-hmm. the World of Valor's Pantheon and, like, Vakonics and Blood Magic and all that stuff. And that, that sort of stuff takes time to just like set up like, mm-hmm. in the story so like a most of the first season is like just me monologuing about like hey this is different aspects of the world that you guys have to get comfortable with yeah um sam you listened to it completely i did as it played on without any idea what was coming next how was that for you honestly i thought it was really exciting because the thing is since, like, being in the world of Valor, I listened to the entire first season. Being in it now was like, yeah, I can interact with these characters that I've grown to love. Um, my team was a completely different team in a completely different country doing completely different things. But it's also just nice having, like, the background information, I guess, to the world. Mm-hmm. And then, like, you care about it more because you know every, like, what's going on in the opposite side of the world, I guess. Yeah. So that was really exciting. And like hearing all of it concise, it's like, oh, I remember spending like a full 24 hours just listening to all these episodes. The first season runs long. Oh my God, so long. Like some, there are like multi, multi episodes that are like three hours. Oh Oh, wow. We were babies. We didn't know. Yeah, so we we definitely tightened up Mm -hmm. some of the uh, releasing structure on that. Yeah. But I know like also other D&D podcasts do run a lot longer, Mm -hmm. but it's like, if I'm, I have to do other stuff. I can't just be here for four hours. Yeah, three hours is, is definitely an investment of time. Mm-hmm. Um, it's also when I started introducing all the mini NPCs of the world of Valor. Mm-hmm. Um, 
I don't regret it, but sometimes I do. Sometimes, <laughs> sometimes I regret this just the, the amount, the scale of the world mm-hmm. of Bella. Season one, um, I, I went, when I went through listening to it to write this like little mm-hmm. thing about it, I was like, oh my god, I, I have so many characters. It's not even like I forgot about them because they're still in play to this day. Wow. And each of them have been on their own journey that I wish, like, we can dedicate, like, an entire episode mm-hmm. to each one. Mm-hmm. Well, if someone wants us to. It's, if anyone. One comment Please. is all we need. <laughs> just like this comment. Oh, someone liked it? Oh, it's, it's just Derek. Because <laughs> it's like, um, we always tell people, like, yeah, start on season three. Start, start when, we, like, everyone gets their own mic. Everyone is, like, we have the editing style down. Mm-hmm. We achieved the flow. Yeah. Season one, it still has really good character work mm-hmm. um, from the NPCs as well as the player characters. Uh, Ian and Elise did a great job introducing what their characters were in the first season. Like, for example, um, and we talk about how you guys killed my main bad for you guys like super early. Oh, yeah, that was, like, immediate. Yeah, it was, like, Peter Verbarbane was supposed to be their main bad. Wow. But, like, he's, like, he was supposed to be one that's anchored to them. So it's just, like, yeah, you guys always have a villain to fight that's, like, your level. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, they killed him. Um, then we have uh, the team of Avery Phoenix, Catherine French, and Remus Atlas. They've changed so much since the beginning of the story. Mm-hmm. Um and all because, uh, I can't even say that was because of Mars, Mech, and Gardain, because the one who spent the most time with him was, was Adeshina. And that little, quiet person in their life changed so much about this character, changed the complete trajectory of my story. Um, but one thing I want to, like, really great job, one of my favorite episodes of The World of Bala, it probably be my top five episodes of The World of Bala, is the episode where Mars Med gets trapped in the void. It was a good one. I think honestly. it's just a good episode because from top to bottom, it's just Mars Mech playing off, j- just being the straight man to Angela's wackiness and that whole side plot of like the cosmic horror of the world of Vala and just, and it showcased just how terrifying the void actually is. I thought it was just a really good episode and. I think I think Elise did a great job with that episode. Mm-hmm. Right? Do I wish I ended season one on such like I feel like I ended season one on kind of a wet fart. <laughs> it was like you ended basically just like on a moment of rest, didn't you? Yeah. Yeah, it was just like I wonder if it's that can count when it was just jam packed with so much bad stuff happening that it was just like a moment of rest felt like a catharsis before whatever we were going to get into i know as a player it felt like a moment of catharsis before like the train just keeps going Mm -hmm. but yeah because season one doesn't have uh a lot that happened i don't have a lot of questions for you guys Mm -hmm. from me but i do have a lot of questions for people in the audience nice let's start going through some of those so. What if podcasts were filmed at the studio? Audience? That's what I was to say. <laughs> you, you in the back. 
Give, give me the mic. Give me the mic. Yes, hello. I'm Hannah from Montana. I'm 14. I, try again. Try again. Different state. So, <laughs> Franzo. Franzo asked a question for all of you. Mm-hmm. First, it's a multi-part question. I'm going to start with Asia. Mm. Asia. Franzo wants to know, how would Adeshina have changed if Santana or Rokander, I almost called you Gardane, <laughs> Santana, Rokander, and Ezra were just introduced in the team. And like they, one of them replaced Mars Mac. It depends on which one. I feel like a lot of the abrasiveness that like was part of Adeshina for the first season was she had a plan for her life to be that she had planned for like so long. And it was just thrown off the trajectory and she was expected to be like friends and trust these people who had given her no reason to be want to be close or to trust them mm-hmm. other than, oh, you're forced together now, which was never enough of a reason for her. Uh, I feel like Rokander actually might have like eased her the most because Rokander's like not unfriendly, but he, like, would you say standoffish is a word? Yeah, standoffish. I think he was also kind of doing a, a bit of an abrasive loader thing. Not quite as much, um, but he's very kind of off to the side. Mm-hmm. So I think two people being in that group who are both a little bit off to the side, I think would have it would have been interesting to see. I think they would have meshed mm-hmm. a little bit closer together. But I wonder if anything would have gone down. Because what I was gonna ask is like, would if you're a standoffish person and you see another standoffish person, it's just like, yeah, I trust you more just because I know you're not being nice with me to get something out of me. Is it that or is it? It's more just like she was so overwhelmed with what was happening because also she had like a god not hijacking her mind but like trying to influence her to her own plans and she had no idea what that was and. Like, just having someone who wasn't overwhelming her, I think, would have helped. And it's just, I feel like it's another one of those things where it's just like, oh, I, I could go on. I'm gonna, I'm gonna <laughs> cut this short. Santana, um, as long as Santana wouldn't have pushed her to get buddy buddy or pushed her to like know more about her, if Sant- as long as Santana backed off. And let her approach her at her own pace. It would have been fine. Um, Ezra would have been terrible. Ezra would have freaking terrible. Um, she would. Ezra would have backed off. But uh, I don't think that combination. I think that combination would have been like oil and water. That's funny that it's just you. It's just you playing two people. And so mm-hmm. the next part of the question is kind of a modified version of that. Mm-hmm. Santana, Franzo uh, wanted to know. What happens? What would have happened to Santana's character arc if she was instead introduced in season one? The season one, like with a team or with just the team. whose team? If I don't, if no, you, you just uh, they they you just add it to that group. Oh okay. Um, I feel like if Santana was added to that group, because like what I wanted Santana to be originally was kind of like bratty, kind of like 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 bratty, but like also like charming, mean girl. Regina George. Mm-hmm. Um, I feel like if Santana was in that, like, introduced in season one with the team, she'd probably be a better person a lot faster, I think. Because she would be surrounded by a lot more good people. 
and not just like kind of self-serving like a whole self-serving group so yeah you're right one whole thing that that was a constant through line towards season one was that yeah we're good people but you guys have kind of done some terrible things in your past but no we're on the side of good and you need to be good all the time Mm -hmm. and Santana is like a very a people pleaser to get on their good side she would just like slowly start to succumb oh wow that that means you what you probably would have felt more of Gardane's presence of just like because Gardane's whole thing was that yeah be a good person all the time but you destroyed an entire nation be a good person you guys don't know that yet no he told us immediately he did tell you guys immediately like <laughs> did not help he, he, he opened to that he, he did and that didn't help a Deshina get close to him which means that kind of, that kind of been more annoying because that means he would have told you that he destroyed an entire country. And then, like, and then anytime you did anything bad, he would try. To, he would call you out on it. But you could like, yeah, well, I didn't destroy a whole country. It's like that tuxedo oh, mask meme. Well, I'm off. I saved the day, but you destroyed a whole country. Whoosh. You're right. I was thinking of like Santana and Rokander as they are now, not like at the beginning. Mm-hmm. That might have been rough in a different way. That yeah. might have been rough never, in a different might way. Have been rough never in mind. A different way. No, never mind. Oh. <laughs> for the best, it's probably for the best that Rokander, as he is now, didn't join the group. I think that would have been a very different kind of experience. The god of death just casually is with everyone. Hey. Yeah. <laughs> hey, is that a zombified uh, uh, Genevieve? Don't worry about that. <laughs> so, so, what if Gardane was introduced in season one? Guardian was introduced in season one. Sorry. What if Rokander was introduced in season one? Uh, That'd have been interesting. I think, because I had some ideas for early Rokander of him uh, doing some more, like, experimenting with his powers and doing stuff, like, kind of off to the side. Um, I think his arc would have been very different, also because uh, the lack of Nico in the beginning, I think, would have been huge. Because Nico definitely had a lot of influence over Rokander and using his powers. Mm -hmm. Um, So I think Rokander would have been doing a lot of more side experimentation and like slowly building some kind of zombie forces um kind of like because in the beginning they were they, it was a full it was a true resurrection so he probably would be doing like sleep rage and kind of stuff um so you, they, you would have been forced to being a knight which i think would have been interesting uh rokander because he definitely i always pictured him as a character who was like on the the good team who was like flirting with evil and they ended up being not that um, so I think it would have been interesting seeing him on that kind of side and like doing his stuff more in secret. Uh, which I think would have been interesting. So the because the thing is the the Angela we have now is a, is a different Angela than there was at the beginning. Yeah, yeah. The, the Angela at the beginning was a lot more reckless and a lot more confident in his own recklessness. Mm. Um, do you think that would have meshed up against Rokander's? machinations it would have been interesting uh i think rokander definitely would have butted heads even more so with angelo than he does now which is saying a lot because they he wants them dead uh it's hard to butt heads harder than that but i think they definitely would have um conflicted in that with because i feel like angelo just would have stumbled upon his stuff at some point he would have uh just been a part of it um because the whole thing for the groups getting together angelo watched everyone Mm. And so that entire first group, he's kind of like manipulated everything to happening to where they got together. 
Okay. So he would have, like, if you started your experiments before the start of the story, mm-hmm. then he definitely would have known. But outside of that, it all depends if he's in the right place to find out about it. Yeah, it would, it would, I think it would have been really interesting having someone who's kind of uh, a puppet master almost meeting someone else who's trying to become that. Uh, I think it would have been really interesting seeing someone who's already in that role going against someone who's, who's trying to fill that role. Okay. More but better ask, um, Asia. Me? Do you think Peter Verparbain would have been a good villain? The thing is, that's... From the glimpses we saw, I feel like that's really hard to say one way or another. I feel like he would have been, like, an obvious villain, like he was when he first showed up. Um, God. I'm trying to think if he would be better or worse than the villains that we had now, but... I just think that's hard to tell because I feel like from the beginning, as Derek said, if we hadn't killed him, it was clear that he was kind of supposed to develop in tandem with us. So his villainy would be based off of the choices that we made as characters and as a group and thus be a villain tailored to us. But because that group didn't get to mature as far as that or and he didn't get to mature along with us, it was kind of like asking about a blank slate. Mm-hmm. Because the thing is, even though Peter Peter for Parvain is one of the only characters that didn't exist in the book that this was before him. Mm-hmm. So literally, Peter's development hinged on the team that he was going up against. Mm-hmm. It's kind of like if in Pokemon, uh, when Gary shows up, and when you beat him that first time, he just leaves. Yeah. He just kind of like, it's like, oh, I don't know if that guy would have been a good rival. I, I hope so, <laughs> but who knows? Um... We'll go ahead and get the next question. Next question is actually for Sam and John. Nice. Okay. I'm Sam and John. <laughs> that's, that's pretty close. <laughs> so. It's about the tone of the story. And it's from X Gonna Give It To You. It's Love funny. that name. Um, X Gonna Give It To You wants to know... Um, would you, since you guys joined the world of Battle late, would you have enjoyed the world of Battle with the tone it started out with? Mm. The thing is, the tone from the world of Vala, I enjoyed it, but it's also very grim. I feel like the first season's very, very grim. And I just like the kind of, like, I don't know if I'm... You'd say the first season was more grim than our most recent ones? No, well, sorry. I guess it's like, you're Asia, you to say something? Oh, no, I was going to agree. I can see, because, like, there was rarely any, the, I'm sorry, to your point, Mm -hmm. Sam, with the team we have now, what are we called? The Cabal? There's a lot of levity, despite how dark our stuff gets. Mm -hmm. First season, there was, like, where was the levity? Yeah. Not nearly as much. So Angelo. Yeah. Yeah, It's, it's like, good thing, I feel like, I don't want to say the Cabal is, like, if a team full of Angelos, like, teamed up but it's kind of like the lightness like the i don't really explain it you're welcome <laughs> it's the john factor uh, probably not but i wasn't in the first season i'm in the new one so i'll, I'll take it um my, my answer is pretty simple i think i would have uh, i enjoy tabletop in pretty much any format and mm-hmm. i like going across a whole bunch of different genres and tones mm-hmm. so I, I probably would have liked it so uh, this is jumping off of X and I give it to you question. Mm-hmm. Um, so the first season of the World of Val, you can very much see the Naruto similarities when mm-hmm. you get to the city <laughs> and everyone's separated into like night groups. Um, 
would you guys have enjoyed the story if it was a more clear cut like Derek, this is obviously just <laughs> <laughs> this I mean, is more so than it, it been, was. Yeah. It'd been more Naruto. <laughs> yeah, because the thing is they only they only they only it's not a spoiler alert for the next season, but they've only went on one mission. <laughs> they, only just, they were only able to do one mission. How many missions did Naruto go on? Not counting the filler. You're right. Not oh. counting the filler was one mission, but I had a ton of missions planned for that God, six I month wish that were You can't man. not count the filler. That's <laughs> yes, what, you can. That's the... what it's there for, to count. <laughs> well, okay, then manga Naruto. Boom. There was all, he only did one mission. Yeah, um... The thing is, I never really watched Naruto because the dub annoys me and I can't have the sub on because I need to do other stuff while I'm watching stuff. I've only ever seen the dub. I hate Naruto's voice. It I hate annoying. it. It really sucks. The thing is, like, it's so... This is a very... We're going to get into a Naruto spin because I see the look in their eyes. Um, but me, my the only experience I have from Naruto is World of Valor. And given that, <laughs> I think I would have enjoyed it if there was more of it. So that's my question. That's my answer. John? If it were more Naruto? Oh. Um, I mean, I like Naruto. So, uh, yeah, I'd probably be down for that. Yeah, believe it. God, I would have been so self-indulgent. Because we have so many Naruto facsimiles within the world of Ella. Sparrow, Avery, um, Remus and Sasuke. Uh, every, there's pretty much just like if you look at the uh, the rookie nine of the world of Valor, one team doesn't exist because they ended up being replaced with uh, Hinata's team doesn't exist because they team ended up being eight. replaced with a Deshina's team. I'm so sorry, baby. I'm so <laughs> sorry. I didn't mean to do that to you. So um, I had a rookie nine, and the thing is, their ability it's not like it's just carbon copies, but it's just like the personality traits. Mm-hmm. Um, I have that. So, like, when uh, Lisa De Rosa was introduced in season four, yeah, it was just like, yeah. You know who that is. You know who that is. It's Rock Lee, baby. Um, so, I'm glad you guys would have just enjoyed it if you guys just had more <laughs> of that. Um, I, I personally would have preferred if we started out with the Naruto copy because the thing is, it kept it into a self-contained, like, Hey, slow ramp up into yeah. the like mm-hmm. world ending stakes. Mm-hmm. Um, but we got we got on the expressway. <laughs> God, I wish we there's so much. Uh let me look up. We have time for like two more questions. Let me make it a good one. Let me make it a good one. So how about them red socks? I've been hearing that as a gag a lot lately, and I gotta say, I kind of hate it. How about them Mets? What? You know, Jerk and Josh. Just like, when how about awkward... that ex-sports team? Yeah, when it was like a lull. How about them Mets? That's fair. I thought you meant specifically how about them Red Sox. And I was it like, feels like it's always that. the Red Sox. I feel like I only hear the Mets. That's Now it's a lover. <laughs> now it's a lover. Oh, good taste. Wait, I see. Hang on. Is it Naruto or Nauto? Nauto. From Persona. Oh, okay. Now to lover wants to know. How would you guys feel if instead of Gardane as a team leader, the team in season one got Rokander as a team leader? I would have loved that. Things would have been 
worse. <laughs> <laughs> Things would not have been better. Just bad. Cause not good. Because I was gonna ask, like, how well is Rokander at like keeping order within a team? I, I think it would depend on how uh, close Rokander is to the objective. Because uh, I think Rokander, if if it was just you know the the let's be good guys thing, it it wouldn't have gone well. But if it was assuming, okay, Rokander has some personal mission he wants to go on, uh, and and he's kind of got the team to do that, I think Rokander could do a great job keeping people in line. Because he's, he's, he, at the moment, he hasn't taken a lot of that leadership role until very recently in the role of Ala. Mm-hmm. Uh, and he's been kind of disaffected because he, he kind of just got randomly thrown into it. Um, but I, personally, just as the person who played the character, I think he'd be able to, to lead a team pretty well. Let's think about the first big thing that happened in season one of the world of Ala. Um, first, uh, in the canon story... Uh, Gardane was a prisoner because they they caught him just trespassing on their borders, and he was in the throne room. Repeat of Parbane was attacking everyone. Um, Gardane refused to fight at first before he uh, broke out of his cell, and all he did was grapple <laughs> and try to hold Peter Parbane. Um, as he held Peter Parbane down, um, Peter Parbane couldn't stop Genevieve from caving in his chest. And that's how he died. How would, uh, how would Rokander, would Rokander like try to fight Peter for Parbane or talk them down? Because I feel like that is the big like split within the story. Yeah, I think it would depend a lot on, um, cause I, I don't know the exact like specifics of the fight. Because uh, mm-hmm. Rokander is... Definitely, he would lean to speaking before fighting, but he, he I think uh, he has that Azel's shield, which he uses a lot to kind of, like, dig people into holes. Mm-hmm. Uh, so I think as far as um, the fighting goes, if he decided to fight, it would end up, I think, very similarly. I think he would, he would get him trapped in a similar manner. Um, but I think he would, he would lean to speaking first. So I think that's probably where it would be the big shift, is he would try and talk his way out of it. Um, before going to anything else. You like you want to say something, Asia? Oh, on this? No. I just... I'd, the first team... Team Guardian was unruly. The Bound was unruly. It was like herding cats with them. Cats that kept fighting each other. Mm-hmm. One cat had a dragon. The other track had mac, cat had machinations. And the third cat had willpower. Like... Just raw willpower. I just, like, and so I'm, like, trying to think, and John's very confident that Rokander could handle it, but I just, I'm just like, man, but we were abrasive. And I'll say this, because I think Rokander uh, recently has taken on a leader role, and I think he's pretty good at, like, controlling a room. Mm-hmm. Um, if, he's, if he's in that position, I think he can definitely handle himself that way. Uh, it's just been, I think, for a lot of the, the beginning of season three, he wasn't trying to put himself in those shoes of being a leader. Oh no, I'm, I'm, I'm thinking that. But the whole aspect of controlling a room versus cultivating a team is what's getting me. And I feel like you would have had an amount of rebellion. I, I will say this. One thing about uh, the Team Guardian in season one, um, they were a complete failure. 
Um, like the entire time, it was just other people being like, yeah, Gardein, that, that, that entire group, you need to get control over that because you're going to lose people if you don't. Um, and I know, jo- I know, John, I know Ian got frustrated <laughs> out of the story because he's just like, dude, what am I supposed to do to keep this team in line? I was like, dude, this team like sucks. Like Mar- Mars, Mech, and Adeshina didn't get along, argued all the time. Legitimately, we had people in the audience who complained. They're like, yeah, I can't watch this show anymore because it's just people arguing the entire time. Um, Angelo comes up and he's just like, so I have a ton of secrets and I may have tried to steal your dragon. Um, I know exactly what happened to you, Gardane. Um, and I know blood magic. Are you going to explain us anything that's happening? No. They were at the bottom of the ocean. The 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 god of, like uh, Angelo opened up his spirit and like the water separated and at the bottom of the ocean, um, Azel was just like no, Adex was just like yeah, Adeshina, kill him, just fucking kill him, just just kill just kill him right now. This is happening as Gardaid and Marsmech are stuck in a whirlpool because of the <laughs> god of water is after them, and so it's so much terrible stuff constantly happening which is why i think asia is just like oh man anyone in that position would have a terrible time mm. i'm not saying it'd be easy but i, I think I, I think rokander might have a, a bit more uh i, I think rokander would have had a, a, a better time in in the shoes of leader than Gardain. I, I think he could have he could have brought people together a bit more i won't argue that i guard Gardain's problem was that um, if he got any type of pushback, it was just like, well, okay. <laughs> All right. Like, there would be a time where, like, uh, Mars and Adeshina are really getting into arguments, and then me as uh, Angela would be like, so, Garnet, are you going to say anything? No, they can they can figure it out themselves. Yeah, see, so Rokator definitely would have been uh, stopping fights and kind of uh, pushing for that. Alternate universe where and, and now there's another the, the similar <laughs> question is what if Santana was in charge of the team? Oh, see the thing is, Santana does not have a lot of patience. I think I feel like she like the thing is Santana when she, Santana when she's in charge doesn't have any patience. Like if Santana's trying to like schmooze the room, that's different. But it's just like oh these like people that I'm in charge of are bickering, cut it out. Stop it. Why? What are you mad about? What are you mad about? Well, it doesn't matter. I'm in charge. And if you look bad, I look bad. So, I don't know if that would help. So, yeah. That Uh, wouldn't help. Probably not. Honestly, the more we're talking about it, the more I realize that um, Team Gardein was just a nicer version of the Cabal. Because you guys didn't have a choice of Mm -hmm. being in the team. It's like, yeah, join the team or just die. And it's like, you guys have to be a good team. So it was just like, it was like a, re- a way nicer version of just like, Nico being like, yeah, if any of you guys betray me, I'm going to kill you. Um, King Draken's just like, yeah, if any of you guys, be- like, if you guys don't work as a team, I just have to give you to the land of war and then they'll just kill you. So Ezra, as team <laughs> leader, <laughs> I think she can do it. I think her only person that she'd be that she'd contend against would be your other character, Adeshina. Because 
Mars Mech respects people who are in charge of her. That's why Mar- Mars Mech and Gardane didn't have any problems. All the problems on the team. Um, Hello. Adeshina with everyone else. Hi, I cause problems. <laughs> I'm here to cause mayhem. I'm Adeshina Hallen. Here's the thing. I feel like it would be similar to Rokander. Uh, Ezra tries to read people, so when she saw how she was trying to do with the Deshina didn't work, she changed tactics. And that's all I'm going to say about that. I think it would go not too terrible. I'm not saying it would go well, but I'm saying it wouldn't be absolutely trash. If I had three players starting rather than just... Three? If you had three kids no, starting? this is what happened. Um, we gave uh, Ian a choice, and he chose to play a much older person than everyone else. Mm. Um, the original draft, uh, Angelo was supposed to be the team leader. Mm. Uh. And so, um, Angelo's team leader, I think, would have been pretty fun. That would have been funny. Um, because there's just a lot of like a lot there with like his backstory supporting everything and just like yeah um, I'm gonna get you guys into dangerous situations and we're gonna experiment on each other whatever like who cares like we're just learning new stuff we're just being silly being quirky <laughs> quirky mm. um, but it didn't happen that way and uh, I guess that's like can be the tagline to season one it didn't happen that way it didn't happen that way. Um, I think if Brokander was there, you guys probably would have had an easier time. Oh God, yeah. In season one, um, season one was such a cluster for the entire team, um, because the arguing, um, there was a bunch of times because Guardian was a pacifist, so there would be a bunch of times where he's just like, "Yeah, I'm not fighting," and it's just like, "Dude, <laughs> you're like the you're like you're like the strongest one on the team." Yeah, and like magic doesn't really is yeah. that season two? Yeah, magic doesn't work on him. Yeah. And he can't use magic. And so the, the thing is, um, he didn't teach anybody anything because he had nothing to teach them. Mm-hmm. And so it was just one chaos, one chaotic action after another. And I think at least Rokander would have had, like, since he had magic, he would have at least, like, been more, able to do something. Been more hands-on. More uh, yeah, I, I think Rokander is very proactive. Uh, I think it'd be interesting. I think if he'd been a team leader, he might not have gone down quite the villain route mm-hmm. uh, he's going in right now. You think Rokander would have fallen in love with his children? Not like, like romantically. Yeah, but like, like no, yeah. I, I think uh, just having people that he's in charge of, he's responsible for. I think would have been a lot different than just sort of kind of being on a team. Mm-hmm. I think it would have been a, a different kind of uh, connection. And maybe I finally would have gotten my peace tournament. God, I wish we had gotten the peace tournament. God, do we just want to redo season one? Do we just want to do JK? (laughs) Unless, unless I I put you guys Mm -hmm. in an Elseworld story where it's just like, (laughs) now try again. (laughs) But Mm -hmm. this has been fun. We've reached the time limit I wanted to get get to in this episode. Um, And next time we do it before the roll, it will be season two. Which is oh. a hell of a lot longer. Yeah. So much happens. So much we're, happens. We're going to have to settle in for that one. It's, it's, the thing is, my um, my recap of it is as succinct as, as succinct. as succinct as my season one. 
it's just so much more stuff happened. Yeah, it, like it's it's been uh, compressed just as much as season one. It's just season two is so much longer. It's it, so the much more is big things happen. Mm -hmm. So I'm excited. Looking forward to it. Um, submit your questions. You have two weeks to get as many questions as you can um, into me at entertainmentstew at gmail.com or it's submission form on our website or on our yeah. comment section. Um, that's pretty much all that I have. I've been Derek. I have been and will continue to be Asia. I'm yeah. Sam and check out our Entertainment Stew merch store coming in October 23rd. Oh, yeah. Yeah, check that out. <laughs> uh, it's pretty soon at this point. Yeah, yeah it's the 23rd. So. Later this week. Yeah. Woo. So. And I'm, I'm John. Yeah. Bye. Merch. 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 <laughs>